Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 187, our favorite personal finance apps. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are doing a very frequently requested episode from us of personal finance apps. We're going to cover the big stalwarts in the industry, and some of our favorites and some new ones that we weren't even familiar with but are really excited about. So I'm. this is going to be a really fun episode to nerd out on. I learned some new things. So I imagine you all will learn some new things too. I learned new things. And I just got back from a personal finance conference where most of the apps were supposed to be. So there you go. There you go. Stay stay tuned. Also, don't change don't the channel. I don't love apps. Yeah, I don't love apps. So that I will give that disclaimer in general. But before we get into it, let's let's thank today's really lovely sponsors. <laughs> Especially love these ones. Uh, the first one is our seven day no spend challenge workbook. You are about to be spending more money than usual starting next week. So why not prepare with a no spend week? So we've created a free mini workbook that will help you plan, execute, and reflect on your no-spend challenge so that after seven days or five days, however long you want to do it, you know what you need to work on moving forward. You have some insight you can carry with you over the holidays um, and have an action plan to start working on it in the new year. So if that sounds like something you need, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash free to get your free workbook. Also brought to you by... Apps, but not the phone apps. They're getting enough attention in today's episode. It's the food appetizers we're talking about right now. (laughs) And for us frugal friends, we know that if we're ordering a meal at a restaurant, we skip the apps. However, if we want to be real extra frugal, we know how to make a whole meal out of those apps. Apps, tinier meals, but just as flavorful. If you were Ramit Sethi listening to this, who's a personal finance author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich, he would be he would be so angry because he oh. loves apps. I think that's like his big thing in his book. He's like, I wanted to be rich enough to buy all the apps and just not care about it. And not But he does love it. frugality. So it just depends on what your values align with. Hey, I love apps. Sometimes I prefer it over a meal. One of my favorite things to do at the holidays is just make all of the apps. And that's our party is just an appetizer party. Well, if you view them as tiny meals, you love tiny things. So <laughs> yes, exactly. That makes it's sense. cute and flavorful. And it's always the cocktail hour at weddings that are the best. I've learned, like, fill up on those appetizers because the meal is never as good. It's so that's, true, That's my actually. wedding tip. <laughs> yes. The appetizers are actually, because they're smaller and there's less of them, you can afford fancier ones, I yes. think. So, they're always yeah, so what a great much tip. better. Yeah. There you go. If that's all you take from today's episode, then you have gotten something. (laughs) You're still Uh, doing well. (laughs) Yes. But if you'd like to continue on with us, this episode, we are focusing on money management apps. 
If you are interested in money saving apps like rebate apps, um, apps that help you make money, then head back into our archives all the way back to episode 81. 81. We're on 187 now. Over 100 episodes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We talk about our favorite money-making and saving apps there. And I look back at the show notes, and they're very similar to what we feel today. So it was two years ago, but not much has changed on that front. Still wasn't a huge – and you can tell why it's been over two years since we've done an app episode. I just don't love the clutter of apps – on my phone. I don't have a lot of them. So I don't play around with a lot of them. I'll do uh, like social media uh, sponsorships with different apps. And it's like torture for me to download their app and actually use it. Not because their app is torture, because I just don't, don't you like don't apps. love it. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's the thing here though. I we're not recommending that everybody have all of these. I think it is a matter mm-hmm. of identifying what are my needs, what would be most helpful to me. I think apps are meant to be useful. So if there's yeah. an area of spending or saving or money management that you're having difficulty with, an app can be really helpful. So while I'm similar, Jen, I'm pretty minimalist with what apps I utilize, especially as it relates to personal finance. I mean, for budgeting, I use a Google spreadsheet. But even when I look through this list, I'm like, oh, I actually do have some problems in this area and this app could help me solve that problem. So I think it's still worth talking about and identifying, is there one on this list that could be useful? Absolutely. And there, there, I think there will be. So we'll go first with this first article, which kind of We'll talk about the major players in the field, not necessarily the best, though the the title is from the balance. It's called Best Personal Finance Apps. And then there's another like subheader that says the eight best personal finance apps. But spoiler alert, there are only seven. <laughs> I don't know why it says eight. <laughs> oh, but the, I counted. The editor didn't catch that. No. So thank you, the balance, for that. And... Yeah, we'll, we're not even going to go over all of them. But we will first start with Mint, obviously. That is the most well-known, most widely used. And it's it's great that it automatically imports transactions for free. I When I was a writer at the Penny Hoarder, I had an article. Like, I wanted to write an article about the best budgeting apps because I really wanted to find the best budgeting app and I really didn't want to have to pay for it. And so I, in that season, tried a lot of different apps. And maybe that's why I hate them now. That's a interesting insight. But I, and I still couldn't find one. And so I actually don't even think paying for apps is bad. I think probably it's better than the free ones. But Mint was kind of the front runner because it had that automatic transaction tracking that I wanted. It was clunky, though. It wasn't a great experience. But yeah, and I don't even recommend it for people paying off debt because I think manually adding transactions is beneficial. Tracking your transactions in real time, I think, is really useful when you are working to become frugal and really control, like tightly control your expenses. So, but Mint, there's a reason it's, it's the number one downloaded personal finance app. Yeah, I used it for a time. I think similar Mm -hmm. too with all of these apps, they can be useful for a time and then you can graduate from them or, Mm -hmm. okay, you've now reined in and have a good sense of how to go about whatever it is that it's helping you do or solve and then move on with whatever system is best. Yeah, I would say this, I would say Mint is for the season after you've become debt-free and you want a more hands-off way to track your budget. Mm-hmm. I'd say mm-hmm. that's kind of the best season for Mint. Nice. The next one is YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. This article says that it's best for debt payoff, uh, which I wouldn't disagree with. It can certainly, though, just help people who need a budget, hence the name. <laughs> YNAB definitely has a cult following. Like if you're a YNAB user, you probably absolutely love it, which is fun. It's got like a good community around it. 
Uh, we actually had the founder of YNAB on our show for an mm-hmm. episode at one point. So the idea behind YNAB is assigning every dollar a job. And what we particularly like about it is that it's based on the money you actually have in your account, not the money you will have. A lot of times we will budget based off of, well, in two weeks, I'm getting paid X amount of money. YNAB kind of flips the script on that and says, no, let's look at the money that you actually have in your account and build up a buffer. I know, Jen, you recently talked about YNAB in our Facebook group uh, for somebody who kind of has this weird payment structure where her husband's getting paid monthly and she's getting paid every other week. And how do I manage this with my bills? And YNAB can really help with those types of situations in that, well, we're utilizing the money we already have in our account to pay for these things. So it's not as difficult. We don't feel as hard pressed trying to figure out which payment goes to which bill when it's already figured out based on the money that we have in our account. So that's definitely, it's an essentially a digital envelope system. If anybody is familiar with the envelope system of budgeting, this is a digital way of kind of going about that. Yeah. I, I love the YNAB philosophy about budgeting based on the money you already have budgeting based on what you made last month, because there's no question on what your income is going to be. Sometimes if you're hourly or variable income, you can try to guess what your income is going to be, but you don't know. If you're budgeting based on last month, you know. You're not getting, like, if it's November, you're not getting any more income in October. So that's really great. But you don't need the app to do that. This app does cost money, and it's a great, you know, budgeting app, but you could you can do this, use this philosophy with any zero-based budgeting chart or app. Yeah. Or use it it. and learn how it works and then do it on your own too. Again, not all these things have to be lifetime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You do get 34 days free, but it is, and they have recently released or are releasing kind of like more education around the app to make it easier to catch on to uh, more quickly. The third one is one of is actually one of my favorite apps and it is a, a big name in money management. It's personal capital. And so this they have so many free tools for tracking your net worth, tracking your transactions, uh, making sure you're on point for retirement with your fees and your saving and everything. So this is something that is it's great to track all your transactions from multiple accounts. So if you're using one credit card and your um, spouse or partner is using another and you want to track the, you see all the transactions in one place, Personal Capital is great for doing that. We use it more than any other app. Uh, and it is, it is one, of the, one of the few apps that has made it onto my phone. <laughs> but I think it's more for when you are focusing on building wealth personal capital gets really fun to watch your net worth grow. If you are paying off debt, you probably don't care about personal capital, but you can get a $20 Amazon gift card from personal capital no matter what your financial goals are. If you have uh, any retirement accounts, uh, brokerages, anything, at least $1,000 invested and you connect those to personal capital, you will get a free $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up through our link, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash PCAP, P-C-A-P. Shameless plug. We also <laughs> get an hey, Amazon who doesn't card. want a $20 Amazon gift who, card, right? especially around the holidays? Exactly. Yeah. It's a great, exactly. great little plug. The next one on here is Prism. And so they say that this app is best for bill pay. The way that it works is it shows all bills and financial accounts in one place. So you can track bills or it tracks your bills for you and can send due date reminders so that you avoid late payments. And one of the best features, at least in my opinion, is that you can pay those bills directly from the app. So it eliminates the need to log into multiple accounts, which sometimes can be the barrier when you Mm -hmm. forget all of your passwords and how much time that that takes to log into each one. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to recommend that you have bill pay set up automatically. 
Yeah. Sometimes there are bills that don't allow that for whatever reason. They're still in the ice age. So this is a great app if you just want to see everything in one place, pay everything from one place. Go ahead. Yeah. To, I, I never saw the need for something like this until my son's insurance. It is small insurance. I don't even understand why their computer system just doesn't take auto pay right now. And they're like, we're working on it. We're working on it. Pay manually. And then also with travel hacking, with some of my bills, I get to pay on my credit card. And then I have to log into everything new when I get a new credit card mm-hmm. and change it all up. And so now recently, I've been seeing the convenience of something like this. There are several bill pay uh, apps, and I don't use them, so I'm not sure the differences. But like, I know Bill Shark is another big one. But it might be something I look into more in the future. So we'll see. But I can see the need for them now. And then the last one I think that I'll mention is Spendy. So this one says it's best for shared expenses. This one's been around a long while. I did use this one. I tried it out when I was writing my budgeting article the all those years ago. So this one is specifically for if you, I guess, maybe share some expenses with a roommate or a, you know, a boyfriend or girlfriend uh, that you don't want to like have joint accounts with. And so this one says you can manually add cash expenses for a more accurate picture of where your money goes. So if somebody, you know, I don't know why people are s- still using cash, but if your roommate buys toilet paper in cash, they can put it in here and you can split it. So stuff like that. It also has a bill tracker functionality. So yeah, it's a it is a budgeting app for multiple people who don't share accounts. That's yeah. how I'm going to describe it. That's, that's if you a have a roommate or a yes. boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. So that's for, for this. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that we'll mention here, again, just stalwarts in this space of financial apps is every dollar. And so this is a budgeting app that is utilizes the zero based budget method. It can track monthly expenses, show how much you spent, how much is left to spend in each category. Again, similar to a digital envelope system. So if you're needing a budgeting app, this is another one that is very commonly used. But a lot of these things, like we said already, you can also do on your own. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to come through an app, uh, but can be helpful and useful for understanding how to budget, getting your feet wet in that budgeting water, <laughs> and then going from there. Absolutely. Yes. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. 
New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So let's move on to our next article. This is the one we are really excited Mm -hmm. to spend some time in. And it's actually from Real Simple, and it is their Smart Money Awards. And I don't know how Real Simple just like got in on all of these like come ups, but they've got some great stuff on here. (laughs) I am really excited about this article and it is long. So we will have the link in our show notes. Definitely check it out because it goes through some really great apps in various categories like budgeting, investing, banking, debt payoff, credit, shopping, life events. It just goes on and on. And something else I especially loved about it, so many familiar names. They utilized 14 judges to go through these 2021 apps. And a lot of them, for our longtime listeners, might even recognize of folks that we've had on our Frugal Friends podcast. And so it's just, it's fun to see their names that these are some experts that we've even had opportunity to talk to who are recommending these apps and some really great ones on this list. Absolutely. So the first one is a budgeting app and it is Cube Money. So we love Cube Money. Cube is a supporter of the show. They sponsored the uh, Frugal Living Summit we had over the summer. And we know so many of our listeners use them and love it. And it is, I don't know how nobody came up with this before, but Cube is the first. It is a digital envelope system where you actually can put money into it. So it's like a part banking app, part budgeting app. And you transfer money into Cube and you distribute it into your envelopes. And then you can use your Cube debit card to um, make purchases out of the envelope. So you open an envelope on the app and then when you make a transaction, it comes out of there. It is is so great. This is really what I would use. If you're paying off debt and you're trying to live on the envelope system, but cash is hard, then this is what I would use. Like mm-hmm. hands down, no question. Like I love that it's got a it. combination of mm-hmm. it's a banking app with budgeting features built in. Love it. Because that's simple. Yes. <laughs> that is real simple. Thanks, real yeah. simple. And and Cube has like all of the same foundational uh, beliefs that we do for how to spend money, just spending money intentionally. Like spending is not bad, but you should be intentional about it. And this is just using that behavioral psychology, you know, boundaries to help you do that. And so you can, if you check out Cube, then use our link, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Cube, Q-U-B-E, and you support the show if you sign up for any of their other things that they offer. Voice, another shameless plug. But honestly, <laughs> we do. We think they're great. We do. Yeah, we do love Cube. The next one that we'll highlight on this list is a banking app, Ando. Real Simple identifies this as best for banking in good conscience. So it is a digital banking app where they invest all of the money that you are utilizing to bank with into eco-friendly initiatives, clean energy, that kind of thing. So you really can bank in good conscience, like they say. And another really great thing about them is that they don't charge fees. They don't require a balance within the account and just have all sorts of other conveniences. So really great bank to utilize for those of us who are concerned about what are these banks doing with our money when we're banking with them. And so they even show you where they're putting the money and how it is impacting the community and environment. So really, really great transparency with this app and this bank. Yeah, you should know that when you keep your money in a bank, you are, I mean, they invested on your behalf for their gain. So that's just, it's not bad. It's just what all banks do to make money. That's how they should be making money versus charging like exorbitant fees. That is a personal opinion. But a lot of the big ones, Chase, Bank of America, all those will invest in like fossil fuels and just things that are not very great for the environment. And so some banks are coming up where they're saying, hey, we're not going to 
put your money into any of that, you can be sure that if you keep your money with us, that it's only going to be used for the benefit of the environment. And so aspiration has been a long time one that um, I've recommended in this. Ando, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So I'm super excited to like do more research into them. And it was a sustainable bank designed for the mobile experience. So very excited to to look more into them. The second one that I will mention is Perch. And this is a app to build credit, but it does not charge you fees like some other credit building apps do. So you can use your Netflix subscription, your rent, just subscriptions in general to show as credit history because uh, on-time payments are the are 35% of your credit score. And so the more on-time payments you have, the higher your score. But instead of using debt to show your, your on-time payments, they use bills. And so this is great. I love the idea of this. Um, it's not revolutionary, but... It is now becoming widespread now with an app. So it's a free app. I haven't looked too much into it, so I don't know what kind of expenses it would charge. It says they believe you should be able, or we believe you should be able to build credit for free. So that leads me to believe that there are no fees. But yeah, Perch, if you want to, if you have a short credit history, definitely something to look into for building credit. Yeah, especially for young people who eventually want to rent an apartment purchase a car mm-hmm. like these types of things yeah if, yeah for. if you don't want to use credit cards or or something like that you try perch beautiful the next that we'll highlight is within the investing category so both fidelity and vanguard have apps that you can utilize vanguard has low-cost digital advising so you can input savings habits goals your risk tolerance and their robo-advisors, their bots will put together a recommended portfolio for you. So it takes out the expense of a financial advisor. It takes out some of the guesswork of you doing your own research of what is the best ways to invest here and timeline. Also, Fidelity has something called Fidelity Spire. They specifically recommend this for young people. Um, Again, probably both are fine. You could use whoever it is that you're primarily investing with, Vanguard or Fidelity. But again, similar to Vanguard, you input your goal and deadline, and they advise on investment accounts that will help you to be able to get there. Absolutely. I I mean, I was just impressed that they included the Vanguard and Fidelity apps and those options on this list. I think it's it's important to like note that a lot of these best of lists are literally the best of affiliate programs, whichever <laughs> apps have the best kickback for people signing up on them. And Vanguard and Fidelity don't have that. And so you don't often see them on a list, but they are like the best, you know, some of the best used things for investing. And so while I don't necessarily love their desktop user interfaces, the apps are, it's heading in the right direction. That's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. They're heading in the right direction. I'm so. Yeah. They've gotten a lot of feedback that the usability, user friendly, user interface is not the greatest. And I think that yeah. they are taking steps to make it that way. I think it just, it comes down to needing a little more like user education mm-hmm. of terms and stuff. And I think, I think Fidelity is getting there faster than Vanguard, but it is, yeah, we're getting there. It's, I am hopeful. Speaking of investing, this is another one. Capitalize. This is a 401k rollover service and it's free. So essentially, you, so many people have 401ks that they were automatically signed up for and they put money in, they leave the job and they just forget about it. So what Capitalize does is it can, I think it can help you find 401ks too, or if you already know you have a 401k that needs to be rolled over, it'll help you pick a brokerage 
like it does, it includes Vanguard and Fidelity's robo advisors. It'll help you figure out kind of which one you want to go with. And it'll tell you which, uh, what to kind of it needs to be rolled over to, like a Roth 401k needs to be rolled over to a Roth IRA, a regular 401k into a traditional IRA, stuff like that. Like we get questions like that a lot, but it's hard to say like without typing a whole paragraph being like, well, if you have this, you need this. And if you have this, you need this. And if you make this much, like consider this. So this is just like a free service that can help you do that accurately and not leave you, avoid that big tax bill that could come from doing it incorrectly. Mm, yeah. So that's, yeah, it, capitalize. It, it serves a needed function. And I yeah. love that about this app. And they have, they've reached out to us because they like what we're doing on Frugal Friends. So that means I like them as people if they <laughs> yes. do that. If they like us, we like them. Yeah. Doesn't we always didn't put work them on that the list. way, but... Yeah. yeah, we did not put them on this list. <laughs> Real simple did. All right, the next one we're going to highlight comes from the category of shopping. I would also just say spending, but Real, R-E-E-L, is an app that can help us to make debt-free purchases. So specifically for purchase, big purchases or even small purchases that you have in mind, it helps you to set up a savings plan for that specific item. So it acts like an account that can pull money automatically from your bank account, checking account on a daily or weekly basis to add contributions to it automatically. And then it even will alert you once you've got the desired amount in that account. And it sounds like it can actually make the purchase for you of whatever it is that you're trying to buy. Uh, I don't know that I would actually utilize that function. It's going to alert you before it makes the purchase. But yeah, yeah, it sounds like you can tell it what you want, how much it's going to be. It'll let you know when you've got that money in the account, it can buy it. But that can act as a, hey, are you sure you still want this? Or do you want to put the money to something else? But it does offer that function of patience and waiting until you have the money to be able to purchase that thing uh, and set aside that allotted amount so that you're not just floating it on a credit card. I am obsessed with this idea because buy now, pay later sites have been getting so Mm. much publicity. People love them and promote them without knowing it's not that you won't make your payments. I believe most people do make their payments on time. They're not going to pay fees. But what they are banking on is that you buy more because Afterpay and Affirm, these these things make a cut, a percentage of the amount that you buy at these retailers. And so they want you to buy more. And the fact that you can buy now and pay over installments, tip. I mean, studies have shown, and that's why they keep pushing it and advertising it is that you do pay more. You do buy more if you have this option. And so I am so frustrated by these sites. And so real is like the is combating that and being like, yeah, I get what you want, but like let's save for it over the, you know, four to six payments and then get it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so great. Mm-hmm. I wish this one was getting commercials on Hulu. (laughs) So the last one for me, um, and this one's near to my heart, is careful. And so this one's going to be probably for our older crowd or our older millennials at least. But it is uh, for handling, uh, for the caregivers handling their loved ones' expenses. And so in the U.S., 53 million adults are caregivers, and many look after their loved one's finances. So whether that's, you know, a debilitating disease like dementia or just like you're just taking care of your parents and you want to have access to their finances because it's easier. And so careful, care, F-U-L-L, it helps you do that. It's like a second set of eyes and it helps you kind of together manage and and be make that easier for you. So yeah, I I it's endorsed by um a friend of the show Cameron Huddleston who wrote the book Mom and Dad we need to talk which is all about talking about uh finances with your parents. 
which is something near and dear to my heart. So yes, if you find yourself having to handle a loved one's expenses um, or find yourself as a caregiver at any point, definitely check out getcareful.com. I love this type of app so, so much because it can be so confusing and so overwhelming to be figuring out another person's finances and everything that comes along with that in a caregiving situation. So man, apps like this really do solve a problem uh, and can really offer benefit. And yeah, I'm really thrilled about it. Yeah. And you can like nip, like if there's so many people take advantage of older Americans and you can kind of see fishy activity or even see if you're, if the person you're supporting is, you know, buying like $100 worth of hand soap every month, you can be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give you money if you keep buying hand soap. But that's a little too personal, but we'll go on. I digress. I digress. Speaking of personal, (laughs) but not too personal, the The Bill of the the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, ladies, you guys are so fantastic. I had a great Bill of the Week. My bill was a $12.99 auto part for my top radiator hose. One day this week, I got to work, my engine exploded, and fumes start pouring out. The antifreeze had busted. A couple hours later, I'm trying to drive to the auto shop, which is 12 miles away. My car engine's overheating. I keep pulling off to the side of the road. And finally, somebody stopped and was like, hey, do you need help? And I was like, yeah, do you have any water? And they said, let me take a look. They took a look. Uh, figured out what was wrong, drove me to the auto store, picked up the part, came back, installed it, and I was on my way. It was great that a stranger stopped and helped, and I only had to pay twelve ninety nine to fix my car. Thanks, ladies. Have a great day. Bye. Wow. Whoa. <sighs> I I love a good Samaritan. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Well done. Glad that it's fixed now. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that there are good people in the world. That's the bill for me. That's the bill for me. (laughs) Yeah, there are good people in the world. Most people (laughs) desire to be good people. Yeah, I think if you are ever questioning about this is awkward, should I be kind? Be awkward and be kind. I think Aww. that I think that's the moral of the story because you could really help somebody who really needs it, and yeah, and and then they'll share your good deed on a podcast and inspire other people to also do good deeds. So thank you, Stevie, for for sharing that with us. If you want to submit your bill of the week, if it's about a good Samaritan or not, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com/slash/bill. Leave us your bill. And now it's time for the lightning round. round. So we said the title of this show was Our Favorite Personal Finance App. So let's like stop listening to Google. Let's talk about us, Jill. Mm, Let's talk about us, baby. Let's talk about you (laughs) and me. (laughs) When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. 
Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Can't sue us because that wasn't the real line of the song. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and also it wasn't even like on pitch, so we yeah, fine. Right, it's totally different. All right, so I'll go first. I, again, ugh, ha- apps. Um... I much prefer apps at a restaurant, but mm-hmm. let's see what I've got. Ugh, getting mm-hmm. hungry. So uh, personal capital is number one for my personal finance apps. I use it pretty frequently to – I will reconcile transactions in a Google Sheet. So a Google Sheet is my, my other most used. And just to make sure that we are on the right trend. Like we have goals – I say budget goals that we like to hit just so we can be conscious. Like I like to spend no more than 50 bucks a week on takeout. You know, that's that's kind of a limit. So just to make sure that we're we're staying around stuff like that. So personal capital, Google Sheets, M1 Finance um, is where I have our savings for our rental property. We are saving up to buy a, a multifamily. So that's where I have that. And Raise, which isn't really a personal finance app, but I get discounted gift cards. And that's that's looking like it's it. That's great. It's good to be simple with yeah. it. And you've learned what's going to be most useful mm-hmm. for you and your lifestyle and your current needs. Yep, that's it. Oh, also Dosh. We talk about Dosh and uh, Raise in our other episode. Um, but Dosh is like a cash back app. And you just connect. You don't even need the app to use it, honestly. But you connect your card. And then if you shop somewhere, and they have a lot of local stores. So if you dine out at a local re- locally owned restaurant, po- potentially could get cash back from Dosh. So I like that local incentive part of mm-hmm. Dosh. And those types of apps are awesome. I think it's worth identifying two to three. Like we could flood our phones with so, so many. But mm-hmm. even the, those money saving, those cash back, identify just a couple because otherwise it's going to mm-hmm. be overwhelming. We won't use it. Even if we do use it, we might not remember to like cash in, so to speak, on whatever the rebates or incentives are. So don't overwhelm yourself. Just pick a couple. That makes the most sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. Try one out in every quarter, maybe. So, oh, that's yeah. Fun. Give yourself a quarter to try it out. For me, I'm similar as it relates to budgeting. I use a Google Sheet. So, I, and yeah, I can have the Google Sheets app on my phone if that counts. Yeah, I do but, have the Google Sheets app. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't use an actual budgeting app for that. I've learned what works for me, and I just I use a sheet. Beyond that, though, I do use other specific apps for saving money at my favorite places. So one of my favorites, I'm going a little bit rogue, a little bit off script from the specific apps that we've talked about today, but Yelp is an awesome one. It's one of my favorites, not only to find really great restaurants in the area, but a lot of times 
when you are logged in to the app and you like check in at a place, you can get free stuff. Well, there's been plenty of places that are like, you get a free app for mm-hmm. logging in or leaving a review. You can maybe buy one, get one or a free dessert, that kind of thing by using Yelp and leaving reviews Yelp. for people. Oh, it's so, so great. And I trust Yelp more than any other review site. Google reviews on restaurants, I find, are not as reliable as the Yelp reviews. Interesting. Yeah. I'm glad to know you've done your research. Yeah. Uh, I think Yelpers, (laughs) I think that's what they're (laughs) called, are a bit more conscientious about what they're writing and, and maybe a little bit more hardball with it and yet it leads to better reviews more accurate reviews so a lot of times I find that Google might give a four and a half star but it's only like three and a half on Yelp and I'm Hmm. a trust Yelp every day so okay and then another one that I have been using lately is Splitwise So it's a really helpful app when either eating out with friends or traveling with people to be able to identify who's spending what. And then it kind of reconciles at the very end what everyone owes each other. This is great for bachelorette, bachelor parties or weekends, uh, a weekend trip with friends, you name it. Any time that various people are shelling out different amounts of money that eventually you want to reconcile with each other on, or even like party planning together, if you're throwing some sort of bash for something, a baby shower, and different people are paying different amounts of money, you can throw it all into the Splitwise account. And it, it even has the different functionalities to say, do we split it equally? Did one person just pay and everybody else owes this amount? It, it's quite a, a complex system where you can input various amounts of money, different people, and then at the very end, you just click a button, like reconcile, and then it shows who owes wow. who, what amount of money. I've gone on a couple of trips with people and have utilized it, and it is fantastic, split-wise. Split-wise, okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that you guys got some new ideas for apps. Maybe if you are looking for some. If you're not, then don't try to solve your problem with an app. I think that if you see a problem in your life, there is probably an app for it. But don't create problems just because you see a cool app. And that's kind of (laughs) the moral of the story. That's it. (laughs) Good summary, Jen. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for your kind reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Like this one from Hoff456. It just happens to be five stars. Says, great informative podcast. I love this podcast. The hosts are friendly and down to earth. I love their belief that being frugal should be fun. Candace. Oh, it's from Candace. Yes. Oh, I know Candace. Ah, yes. Candace. Thanks, Thanks, Candace. Candace. So kind. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on either Facebook or Instagram, we add you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we are giving away a copy of the values-based budget binder. Woo! Yes. <laughs> That's our new newest binder in our store. So it is not even available to the public as of this recording. But by the time you Mm. win it, if you win it, it will be. Uh, So keep leaving us those reviews on iTunes or Stitcher and sending the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us on social. Bye. See you next week. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, what's your favorite app, appetizer, food app? (laughs) I love, well, I guess it just depends on where I'm at, you know? Mm. I love a good buffalo wing with ranch. Um, Mm. I love a good garlic knot with marinara. I love a good canapé 
What's that? It's a small, small bite size, anything bite size, I think. Mm. Just you put you just pick it up and put the entire thing in your mouth. Mm. So that love the um, sound of that. Yeah. What about what about you, Jill? Oh, gosh. Well, there's so many different categories. There's the you make it at home category. There's the you get it out at a restaurant category. For the ones that I make at home, I would say buffalo chicken dip. Real good Mm go-to. Stuffed jalapenos. Jalapeno poppers, maybe, if you will. What else? Cheese, like uh, like a block of cream cheese with a spicy jelly over top of it that you can dip your crackers into. Mm. See, I don't make apps at home, and I wish I just I can barely get dinner on the table. So mm. a bruschetta, a tapenade. You do, oh, you make a good bruschetta. Yeah, and then if I'm out and about, you know, I'm a sucker for some of them olives. And then I think when I go out, I like the ones that you can't necessarily make at home, you know, that might have the words that really get at me. Like if there's anything artichoke or caper or like spicy mayo in it, I'm like, I'm going to try that. <laughs> apps. Yeah. It's the apps. tiny meals. Tiny, tiny. Canap- You'd love canapes. You'd love an hors d'oeuvre. Hors <laughs> <Yes>. d'oeuvres. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to go eat now. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.